Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are visiting with our friends from My Neighbor to Love Coalition and our guests today include Vicki Kenny, she is the Executive Director and Stephanie Pontius, she is a board member with My Na Neighbor to Love mm -hmm. Coalition. Ladies, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. So good Thank to be you. here. Yeah. Uh, Vicki, we'll start with you. Uh, tell us about My Neighbor to Love Coalition. What's it all about? Mm -hmm. Um, well, we started um, because there was a gap of housing for people experiencing homelessness when, once the New Pathways program left. Yeah. And so and there was still a gap for housing for single families, too, um, single people. And um, so we decided we needed to step up and, and have more of a comprehensive approach to um, solving homelessness in our area. So it's more than just housing. It's also looking at building building lives and, and matching people to, to services and supports to help them you know, get on a, a path to self-sufficiency. And how do you go about doing that? Um, well, the, we're starting first with building homes. So we've, we've got our first project started, a fourplex, and we're building this in phases. And our next phase will be a, a 12plex and then a community health center where we'll be offering services, um, employment preparation course, um, looking at you know financial management, mental health, um, physical health, we'll have an exercise room and things like that. An opportunity for people to develop relationships and a sense of community. So that's awesome. just just one aspect of it. So our, our goal is to really come alongside people and, and get them um, to where they, they can reach their full potential. So kind of look at those individual issues that people are experiencing yeah. and get them on a good path. So is this going to be more or less transitional housing then? Are you Is the goal to get them... Like you say, back on the path to uh, their own success, if you will. Right. Well, actually, we're doing both. Um, in our um, health center, we'll have a boarding house on the second floor that will be transitional. But this is really permanent housing. So mm -hmm. this is going to be affordable housing for people that as long as they're going to be good neighbors and, and cooperate with the program, they can live there permanently. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of... Go ahead, Stephanie. Well, this this approach is it's kind of become known as the community first approach because it was first done in Austin, Texas, mm. and so we're not. This is not a new thing we're coming up with. This has been established for like 15 years in Austin, and the oh, wow. outcome measures are fantastic. So one of the things you look at for a solution to homelessness is what's the rate of permanency. In other words, how long do people stay permanently housed with your solution? And this is an over 80% where either people stay, they're, they're satisfied with these smaller homes, or because of this ability to for transformation when you have a place to belong and you have mm -hmm. access to the resources you need, they transition to, to better housing. Mm -hmm. um, it, they have amazing outcome measures with uh, drops in you know addiction and alcoholism, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. 80%, 60% mm -hmm. of their residents are no longer struggling with those oh, issues. Wow. So we're adapting this mm -hmm. to this area. So, so much of this is about creating um, friendship and a place to belong and connection. So that's another component we're building in is uh, developing what we're calling community advocates. In fact, mm -hmm. we're looking for people right now who have a heart for that of, you know, it's kind of like a mentoring thing. Mm. 
Yeah. Very interesting. And now you have a, a building actually going up. I know the ground was broken. Are the walls up? Are we, are we working yes, on this Yes, we're one? actually hoping to get the shingles on next week. Wow. And so we're building it in stages as we're raising funds. So okay. we're, we're having an event at Dennis Drummond's Wine Company on February 23rd from 530 to 730. You can register on our website. Um, and that we're going to be raising um, funds for windows and doors next. And so we're just we're doing this in, in steps. And this and is in Brainerd, right? This is in Brainerd, right across from the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very excited to, to get our first project up and get those first few people into housing. And how do you decide or who gets to move into these homes? Is there an application process? How does that work? Yeah, we do have an application process. We're, we're not, you know, letting people apply yet because we right. want to make sure at least a month out so that people don't get their hopes up, not knowing how long this will take. Right. Um, and then we also have a handbook already developed for um, our neighborhood association. So we're expecting um, people to, you know, participate in that, that we're working together as a community and... Um, yeah, like Stephanie said, it's really about a place to belong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you're having a fundraiser, but yet that probably didn't cover all the costs <laughs> that it takes to build these units. So oh, talk about yes. your funding. Where, uh, yeah. You're getting help from somebody. How does that all work? This is complicated. Many communities have tried to build affordable housing. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to do. Well, you know, yes. And if, if you're doing it for a business to, to earn income, it's, you know, it's just not a very smart idea. No. So we are very blessed to have um, just a lot of very, very um, generous people in our community. So mm-hmm. so donations, we have um, have a lot of organizations that have been supporting us. We've been writing grants um, and continuing to do so. So it's, it really is about the generosity of, of our community um, that, that just cares about this. Mm-hmm. And, and the benefits, you know, are, are just so mutual because uh, the cost of uh, serving homeless people is quite large. What's the stat on that? Vicky? They they say between about thirty five thousand or more per per person, just because of the extra um, costs for you know emergency room visits and law enforcement, and mm-hmm. and so getting people housed is actually a taxpayer you know a, co- a savings to taxpayers, and so it makes sense to to get people into housing. Yeah. So we're so thankful for the warming shelter, yes. you know, yes. coming yes. in. Yes. There's going to be an advantage to the community and not just to these people, though, when they can have permanent housing, because right now, um, you know, all these jobs, right, that are needing to be filled, mm-hmm. right, the businesses that yes. need employees. Well, it's hard um, to you know, it's hard to be successful in a position when you don't have housing. Yeah, you know, and yet, and right now, with there's the lack of housing or the cost of rent is unsustainable yes. mm-hmm. for people at the wages that a lot of those jobs, mm-hmm. um, you know, pay. pay. Yeah. So um, it, it's just going to benefit the community, all of us, to help these people really get get established and successfully employed with mm-hmm. housing that they can afford. Yeah. And that really is one of the greatest issues of the people that we're talking with that are experiencing homelessness. Um, of course, there's the isolation and those those feelings of abandonment. But really, it's like, I want to work. I want to be productive. Yes. I want to be a successful member in this community. But it's really hard. It's really hard when you don't have a place to live and you're just dealing with those primary needs that need to get met mm-hmm. first. So then we, we can move on. And so that, that really is the general sentiment. People, I think, have a misunderstanding about homelessness. Um, they're, they're thinking it's just people that are making bad choices and don't care and trying no. to take advantage and, no. and it's not um, we've got kids aging out of foster care that you know they're you know they maybe have a little bit of support from you know from the county and to, but there's no housing for them and, and no place to go there's no place to go and yeah. and some of these kids need to be launched they need people to come alongside and and so many people that just maybe can't pay their rent anymore rent has gone up 
mm-hmm. lost a job. There's all kinds of issues and reasons. Um, so we just want to change that. We really want to make a lasting change in the lives of individuals and families. And it can be a hard mm-hmm. thing to get out of once you're in that position. Oh, you and, get stuck. And again, this isn't a handout. It's kind of a hand up and come on, let's go, let's help and let's see Definitely. what we can do to make Absolutely. a difference. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yep. Do, do you have statistics? I mean, is there a pretty large uh, issue in Crow Wing County? Um, well, across central Minnesota, there's over a thousand people that are experiencing homelessness. And a lot of those aren't getting counted. We just talked to some people in Emily just the other night, um, the other day, and they're just saying there's, they know people in their community right now. There's at least three families that are, are in housing there. We're helping them um, come up with a plan to get, they know they've got a plan, and we're just kind of supporting that plan as well. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Lo- locally, just a, a snapshot would mm. be our place now, um, so thankful for Northern Pines in our place. They became like a day center um, a while back for people who are homeless. Mm -hmm. And during the summer, they were averaging 28 um, people a day who were without housing. And these are not people coming from outside of this area. These are people who are from, you know, maybe as far as Little Falls, but otherwise the Brainerd Lakes area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Vicki, you mentioned families, so that's going to tell me there's kids involved in this. Oh, too. sure. Oh, yep. Our first units are, are, dupe, are just, you know, more for singles, but yet we could house, um, you know, at least two people, two or three people in these units. But in phase two, we'll be looking at um, studio units and also four family units that are two and three bedrooms. So, yeah, we, we want to um, cover all the needs as much as we possibly can in our area. So what can our listeners do right now to help the coalition? What, what's your first need right now? Um, getting the word out, letting letting people know that we're here and the work that we're doing. And if you care to, to contact us and get involved, you can go to our website, and that's MN tlc.org. Love it. Um, on there, there's a, a, a volunteer page. We'll be needing a lot of volunteers coming up. There's um, ways to donate from um, on recurring monthly donations would be great. And we also have individual donations, home sponsorship opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the financial needs are really great right yes. now. Coming up, um, Norson has agreed to allow us to finish the interiors ourselves in order to keep the cost down. Nice. So we'll be looking for those kind of hands-on mm-hmm. volunteers yes. and landscape. <laughs> And then, you know, again, like the community advocate program that I mentioned before, looking for people who really have a heart for mentoring. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're gathering those people right now and beginning to develop uh, strategies for uh, training and supporting people who are doing that kind of thing. And what does that look like if if we're picturing someone coming in and and saying, I need housing, but I need this extra little shot in the arm from someone? How is that going to look? We haven't. I mean, that's we're in process (laughs) of fleshing that out. Um, yes. yes. I'm guessing you're like welcome how, any ideas that anybody oh, might have. Sure, if, yeah. We're, yeah. We're just starting yeah. to develop our course. That's what cool. we're we're looking at, what the needs are. So, sure. look, you know, preparing people for de-escalation, for a mental health issues that they might come across, um, and then matching people mm-hmm. to, to what maybe they are interested in. And sometimes it's just very organic. Yeah. I've got people that just click. And so it's getting to, you know, having that time together, mm-hmm. um, social opportunities and, and whatnot, and then kind of finding people that just work well together. Yep. And trying to, yeah. Yeah. You mentioned uh, that phases. So mm-hmm. uh, phase one is yep. underway. That's right. Yep. Yeah. How many units again? This is just starting out with four units. Four units. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Phase two? Uh, Twelve plex Twelve. and then a, a community health center that yeah. will also have a boarding house on the second floor. And uh, if everything falls into place, is there a timeline? 
oh, you know, <laughs> yesterday would be right. our goal. <laughs> so we would, yesterday. We, we would love to get the, the fourplex done um, this spring, summer, if we can raise enough funds for that. And we would love to break ground um, for the next two buildings, also this summer, fall. I mean, that would be ideal. Um, like I said, we're looking at different funding opportunities for yeah. that. And then we have phase three, another 12-plex, and phase four, some homeownership opportunities. So we've and got for a big those, plan. for those other facilities, is there already property for, that they're going up on? They're just waiting for the funds to get the Yeah, we, we have um, nine acres wow. of, of plans. So we, nice. And we have the plans already laid out of how the whole neighborhood will look. So we're very excited about it. It'll be yes. community gardens and playgrounds. And, you know, oh. we really want it to be a beautiful beautiful, welcoming, mm-hmm. um, and affordable mm-hmm. place for people to live. And what a difference that's going to make in, in people's lives yes. who are in need of this. You know, yeah. it's yeah. Gonna, it can make, I mean, it can be a turning point for their entire life. Yeah. Generations exactly. to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier you have a fundraiser coming up. That sounds like it will also be a good place to find out more it, and maybe talk to you ladies right there in person. That would be great. Yes, we'll have our, our team there present to answer questions. We'll do a short presentation. We'll have a small silent auction and we'll have a, a heads or tails game to win some prizes. Um, so it, sh- it should be a really nice night. Wine tasting, appetizers. It should be a, a great evening. So from 530 to 730 on February 23rd at Dennis Drummond's Winery. You can register online. It's $50 per person. Um, so I guess we'd love you can to. donate more if you'd like. We would love that. You can <laughs> sponsor a window or a door. That'd be great. There you go. Um, so we'd really love to see the community um, c- just just join us and really support this very important cause. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. MNTLC.org. That's Did right. you have something you wanted to add? Well, I just wanted to say that, you know, we just so appreciate the um, – the churches and all that they do, they get lots of phone calls. And so um, we are covering, we, we just would, we want to honor the pastors and, and their wives. And so we're covering their their cost. And, yeah. and so they would, uh, it would be half price tickets for if a pastor for the and his, his mm-hmm. wife wants okay. to come. So it's just the cost of Drummond's and we'll cover the rest. That's amazing. Okay. All right. February 23rd, 5.30 to 7.30, Dennis German Wine Company. Get your tickets online at mntlc.org, where you can also find out more about the My Neighbor to Love Coalition. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for what you do, ladies. Yeah. Appreciate you Thank being here. Thank you. And uh, keep us abreast of how things are progressing, and let us know if you need to come back and talk some more, okay? We'd love to. Thank you. All You're right. welcome. Vicki Kenny is the executive director of my, the My Neighbor to Love Coalition, and Steffi, Stephanie Pontius is a board member. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.